Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, the Ethereum merge is completed. Here's what to expect next, quoting Vitalik here. Happy birthday, Beacon Chain. Here's an updated roadmap diagram for where Ethereum protocol development is at and what's coming in what order. And he also shares here, the merge will reduce worldwide electricity consumption by 0.2%. Also in today's show, Bitcoin can plunge by over 30% before bottoming out, according to crypto strategists, and shares his timeline, quoting Crypto Capo, current pivots is 21,000, clean break below here, and 19,000 is next, break 19,000, and it goes to the main target of 14 to 16,000 for the last low. It can still go to 23,000 to wreck early shorts, but I wouldn't be bullish here. And as pointed out here, 65% of all the Bitcoin supply has not moved in over a year where my diamond hands at. Also in today's show, Ethereum will introduce something magical after the merge, says macro guru Raul Powell. Quoting him here, post-merge, few things happen. There are no miners to sell every day. That's about $6 billion that just disappears from selling each month. Okay, that's the difference. Also in today's show, on-chain expert Willie Wu says Bitcoin hasn't reached max pain just yet. And explains why. That's right. Quoting him here. Have we bottomed in terms of max pain? The market has not felt the same pain as prior bottoms. We have only reached 52% of the coins being underwater thus far. Prior bottoms were 61%, 64%, and 57%. History doesn't need to repeat, especially in the modern era. With futures hedging available, that is not picked up on chain. But if we do repeat with a max pain reaching 60% of the supply underwater, that price is currently at $9,100 and slowly drifting upwards with time. Also in today's show, here's a $16 trillion blockchain opportunity for 2030. That's right. According to the Boston Consulting Group, the value of tokenized assets worldwide will exceed $15 trillion by the next eight years, an amount estimated to be equivalent to 10% of the global gross domestic product. Then, quitting them here, the total size of illiquid asset tokenization globally would be $16 trillion by 2030. Send it. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV, and welcome to podcast episode number 1048 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. A major day in crypto history today as the Ethereum blockchain has successfully completed its shift away from proof of work to a proof of stake consensus following the merge of the mainnet and the beacon chain. So congratulations to all ETH hodlers. The merge took place at the middle of the night this morning as the network shifted the proof of stake seamlessly
effectively, seeing hardware-based miners replaced by validators that stake Ethereum to process transactions and add new blocks to maintain the network. The most pertinent question in the crypto space is, what happens next? The Ethereum Foundation has always worked on a long roadmap of development milestones, and the merge is no different. Quoting Vitalik Buterin here, happy birthday, Beacon Chain. Here's an updated roadmap diagram for where Ethereum protocol development is at and what's coming and what order. And he puts in parentheses, I am sure this is missing a lot, as all diagrams are, but it covers a lot of the important stuff. Now, Ethereum's co-founder Vitalik previously outlined a five-step gradual process that will bring the smart contract blockchain to what he described as the end game of Ethereum's development. The end goal would see the network capable of high block frequency and block size, as well as the ability to process thousands of transactions per second while remaining sufficiently trustless and censorship resistant. The merge was the first step in a five-part process, which has since been elaborated upon a number of Ethereum developers, ecosystem participants, and commentators. The key change of the merge is the drastic reduction in power consumption, reducing Ethereum's energy usage by 99%. Hours before the merge took place, Buterin quoted Ethereum researcher Justin Drake's estimate that the event would also reduce global electricity consumption by 0.2%. As Vitalik shares here, the merge will reduce worldwide electricity consumption by 0.2%. And the second important change brought about by the shift to proof of stake is the reduced issuance of ETH through rewards to validators for their work, maintaining the network, making ETH become a deflationary asset. Now, 2023 is earmarked as the year of Ethereum will implement sharding, an important step in increasing the scalability of the blockchain's ability to store and access data. The Ethereum Foundation describes sharding as the process of separating a database horizontally to spread the network's workload. Ethereum will use sharding in synergy with layer two rollups by splitting the large amount of data across the network. This should reduce the network congestion and increase transactions per second. It's the decentralized alternative to making a database bigger, alleviating the need for validators to store all of the network's data themselves, which could require powerful hardware. It also means that the average user could run an Ethereum node or clients on personal devices, such as PCs and mobile devices, making the network more robust due to its increased decentralization. Now, the last three steps in the Ethereum ongoing development following the merge are set to take place over the next few years. The merge is the third part of Ethereum's ongoing roadmap outlined by Buterin. Without getting too technical, this step will involve the introduction of vertical trees, which will optimize data storage and node size. As Buterin explained in a deep dive back in June of 2021, vertical trees serve a similar function to Merkle trees, which total all transactions in a block and produce proof of the entire set of data for a user looking to verify its authenticity. Quoting him here, the key property that vertical trees provide, however, is that they are much more efficient and proof size. Now, the cryptography is slightly more complicated, but Buterin highlighted that the reduction in data size of proof would be sufficient to make stateless clients viable. So what should you know? As previously explored, stakers looking to become full validators of the Ethereum blockchain have to commit the 32 ETH in order to do so. A common misconception was that these stakers might remove their stake ETH once the merge was complete, but to ensure network stability, validators will only be able to withdraw their staked ETH once the Shanghai upgrade takes place, which is earmarked to take place in the next 12 months, so validators can also receive fees for processing transactions, which are credited to their non-staking validator account. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish 
on ETH post-merge? Let me know in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin can plunge by over 30% before bottoming out, according to crypto strategists. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. You can see all the major cryptos are currently correcting. And in the red, with Bitcoin down 0.67% for the day, maintaining just above $20,100, as Ethereum is down 0.8%, trading back under $1,600, while Binance Coin, Polkadot, Avalanche, XRP, and Cardano all correcting. And in the red, while Solana and Atom and Litecoin are breaking out, and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. A widely followed crypto asset trader and analyst is warning that Bitcoin has the potential to plummet by over 30% from the current price action if a key support level crumbles. That's right, synonymous crypto analyst Capo tells his half a million Twitter followers that Bitcoin's main downside target lies between sixteen dollars to $14,000, which is a drop between 21 and 31%. And while warning that Bitcoin could bounce to 23000 from the current levels, the analyst says that the largest crypto asset by market cap is likely to bottom out once it hits this downside target. Quoting the analysts here, current pivot is 21,000, clean break below here, and 19,000 is next. Break 19,000 and it goes to the main target of 14 to 16,000 for the last low. It can still go to 23,000 to wreck early shorts, but I wouldn't be bullish here. And crypto analyst Justin Bennett chimed in. I agree with those levels, but my final target for Bitcoin is slightly lower. And I am not sure we will stop there given the structures on the S&P and total. And amid Bitcoin's recent drop of approximately 10% from a high reach last August, Capo says that the flagship crypto asset could jump to a resistance area located between $22,500 and $23,000. As he shares here, Bitcoin before and after, perfect rejection from the resistance zone between $22,500 and $23K. Currently sitting that support, we could see a bounce to form another lower high or the 23,000, but it would still be bearish. Every bounce is a short opportunity. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And this just in, 65% of all the Bitcoin supply has not been moved in over a year. Where my diamond hands at and long-term hodlers make some noise in the comments below. And before I break down next story of the day, Ethereum will introduce something magical after the merge, says macro guru Raul Powell. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Still sitting under that $1 trillion milestone with about $90 billion in volume. In the past 24 hours, Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 30 with the Ether dominance at 19.7%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Golem leading the pack up 22%, trading at 37.5 cents, followed by Celsius up almost 10%, trading at $1.92, followed by Ethereum Classic up 4%, trading at $38.42. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see Raven Coin still leading the pack up 70%, Celsius up 50%, and Ape up 15%. 0.2% and checking out one of my favorite indicators is the crypto greed and fear index shows we're currently rated at 28 out of 100 in fear yesterday at 27 last week at 20 and last month at 44 in fear and if you're not familiar with the crypto greed and fear index extreme fear can be a sign investors are too worried that could be a great buying opportunity aka btfd bought african dip and when investors are getting too greedy that means the market is due for a correction but all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Real Vision CEO Raul Powell says Ethereum's transition to a proof of stake will bring something magical to the top smart contract platform. In a new interview on Real Vision Crypto, the macro guru says investors will flock to Ethereum after it transitions because yield will be introduced to the protocol. Powell notes that this is particularly exciting to the crypto industry as ETH is slated to also see a supply shock due to mining being obsolete and a proof of stake consensus mechanism, as he shares here. 
post-merge, a few things happen. There are no miners to sell every day. That's about $6 billion that just disappears from selling each month. Okay, so that's the difference. Then we got the reduction in supply, but that's really driven by the increase in network activity. We need to see the network go up a lot for that to really kick in. It becomes deflationary, but it's less inflationary. There's less ether around, but that's when we've got this magic. The magic is you've been introduced to yield into an ecosystem in a secure way, so therefore this is going to attract new people into the ecosystem who want to get ETH for yield. And according to Powell, the combination of rising demand and dwindling supply means that the next year should be a good one for the digital assets industry. As he shares here, you've got a demand shock. Also, the lack of environmental, social, and governance restrictions that people have with Bitcoin, falsely so, but I understand that that's the mandate that people have got. So you've got people who are frustrated, who want to invest, but couldn't because of ESG and Bitcoin. They're waiting for the Ethereum merge to happen. So ETH now has yield. You've got this technology asset that represents a big, exciting future with a yield and a limited supply and a macro that's changing, to me, that suggests the next 12 months will probably be very good for digital assets. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the macro guru. And to watch this video he did entitled, Ask Me Anything, check the show notes below the video in the description. And before I break down next story of the day, on-chain expert Willie Wu says Bitcoin hasn't reached Max Payne just yet and shares why, as well as here's a $16 trillion blockchain opportunity for 2030, according to consulting giant, the BCG. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,300 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. And if you're not already subscribed, you know what to do. Hit that bell icon, turn on all notifications, Will Smith, that like button, and drop a comment below as it helps out tremendously with a YouTube algorithm. And I greatly appreciate your continued support. And of course, you can follow me all across all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, Home of the Joe Rogan Experience, the Apple's iTunes and Google Play, and all across social media from crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, Instagram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. On-chain analyst Willie Wu says Bitcoin hasn't bottomed out just yet based on under-the-radar metrics. The analyst tells his 1 million Twitter followers that Bitcoin has not seen the same pain as the previous bear markets when looking at the Bitcoin market's cost basis metric, which can show how many coins are underwater from the time of purchase, quoting him here have we bottomed in terms of max pain the market has not felt the same pain as prior bottoms we can see this in the blue line we have only reached 52 percent of coins being underwater so far prior bottoms were 61 64 and 57 percent which you can see here in this chart while the current bear market bottom doesn't necessarily need to bleed out as much as in the past Wu says that if it does a max pain target near nine thousand dollars per bitcoin might still be in play as he shares here history doesn't need to repeat especially in the modern era with futures hedging available that is not picked up on chain. But if we do get a repeat with Max Payne reaching 60% of the supply underwater, that price is currently at 9100 and slowly drifting upwards with time. And the popular analyst says that before he starts thinking about flipping bullish on Bitcoin, he wants to wait for a break in the trend of the Bitcoin supply and profit, as he shares here, which brings me to one of the signals I'm watching before rotating capital back in supply and profit trend line break. It broke cleanly in all of the prior bear market bottoms. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Willie 
lose $9,100 Bitcoin floor price prediction? Let me know in the comments right down below. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Boston Consulting Group believes that blockchain technology presents a massive business opportunity by 2030. Let's go. The global consulting giant says in a new report that on-chain asset tokenization can help address the challenge posed by asset illiquidity. According to the Boston Consulting Group, the value of tokenized assets worldwide will exceed $15 trillion by the next eight years, an amount estimated to be equivalent to 10% of the global gross domestic product then. Quoting them here, the total size of illiquid asset tokenization globally would be $16 trillion by 2030. Send it. Now, the value of tokenized assets are currently sitting at about $310 billion, which you can see here in this chart. Now, the global consulting giant says that one of the characteristics of illiquid assets, which include land, fine art, commodities, and private equity, is they are typically undervalued. Quitting them here, all else being equal, illiquid assets typically trade at a discount versus liquid assets and are characterized by a high stock-to-flow ratio, lower trading volumes, and imperfect price discovery versus liquid assets. And according to the Boston Consulting Group, asset tokenization assists and unlocking the value of illiquid assets. Quitting them here, on-chain asset tokenization presents an opportunity to obviate many of these barriers of asset illiquidity, as well as the current modality of traditional fractionalization. On-chain asset tokenization helps reimagine the end-to-end process of finding and matching investors with investment opportunities and the subsequent secondary market opportunities once an investment has been made. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the $16 trillion crypto market cap prediction? And if we run the math, and 16x the current Bitcoin price of today at around $20,000. We're talking about a $320,000 Bitcoin price by 2030, according to this math. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. Now for a quick recap, what I covered with you here in today's show, I shared that the Ethereum merge is successfully completed and what to expect next, as well as Bitcoin can plunge by over 30% before bottoming out, according to Crypto Capo, as well as Ethereum will introduce something magical after the merge, says macro guru Raul Powell and I shared what that means, as well as on-chain expert Willy Wu says Bitcoin can bottom out and reach max pain of $9,100. And I also shared this bullish price prediction of a $320,000 Bitcoin price if the crypto market cap did indeed hit $16 trillion by 2030. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Peza wrote, more than 4x the current Bitcoin market cap. One day all this will be reversed and the Bitcoin market cap will be massive. you damn straight. Send it. Our next featured comment comes from Steve Hubs. Under $20,000 Bitcoin and under $2,000 ETH is now. So time to buy. Dollar cost average and hodl. Sage advice. Let's get it. And our third and final featured comment comes from Nate. Great job once again, JV. Could be interesting tonight. Apparently the Ethereum merge will occur at midnight. Will it happen? Well, it did, right? The timing of yesterday's big market and crypto drop could set the stage nicely as well as the timing for the long-term Bitcoin downtrend line and RSI both kissing breakouts as pointed out by Svensson. Go Ethereum and go Bitcoin, baby. And yes, Will Smith, that like button. As always, Nate, I appreciate your continued support. And if you're watching this, not already subscribed to the channel, you know what to do. Hit that bell icon, turn on all notifications. Will Smith, that like button as Nate just suggested and drop a comment below. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.